Hi everyone, Susan from SusanWinter.net. Thanks for coming to my channel. I'm continuing with question and answer today. And if you haven't subscribed, please do so now. That really means a lot to me. And if you have, thank you, thank you, thank you. I've got a question about heartache and thinking of your partner with someone new. Okay, and this is a good one because we can tend to do this to ourselves. This is from Ed. And Ed writes, Hello Susan, here are my thoughts on a video request. As we experience the grief of a heartache, we also have a variety of emotions to deal with, as you've discussed in your videos. One huge additional thing I'm not sure you've covered is the reality of how to deal with the thought and feeling of knowing your former lover is having sex with someone new or will be having sex with someone new. Thank you. Ed. Okay, Ed and everyone else. So there are a number of things that we do to ourselves when we have a breakup. First of all, we put our partner on a pedestal. Even if, we, if, if they left us, we can think that they were the one that got away. Even if we hate them and it was horrible and horrible, we still have warm feelings. But to the variety of emotions, as you so aptly put, and I've discussed in these videos, it's back and forth. One minute you love them, one minute you hate them. One minute you're glad to be getting rid of them, the next minute you're like, I can't believe that somebody else is making love to my partner. So with all of this, I have to say that we do some very unhealthy things to ourselves, which is to dwell upon it and to imagine. Imagine. We fantasize in our mind about this experience. Your partner may not be having a great sex life. Your partner may be meeting people and having a bunch of one-time coffee meetings or you know dates for drinks and not enjoying themselves. Or they could be having the time of their life with somebody else. But to put salt on the wound is not helpful. The remedy is mental discipline. I'm sorry to say that because I know it's it's hard to hear. It, I, I wish I had like a technique. Oh, think one, two, three, blink your eyes and it'll be better. But you got to curb your mind. And I call it the naughty doggy syndrome. It's like um, when you have a dog, when it's a puppy and, you know, the FedEx person comes or somebody comes to the door, you know, the little door opens up and then your dog runs away. Okay. Because they're, they're new and they're exploring. So it's like they slipped out. You don't want your thoughts to do the same thing. You don't want your thoughts to work against you. The fact that you're thinking about it, that's not your business anymore. You had your time with that person. They're not your property. They're not going to have the same experience with somebody else they had with you. And another person is not going to have the same experience that you had. We have to be able to let go in totality. And I understand that there's a lot of territorialism when it comes to our partner because they were our partner. And our you know, more sophisticated modern self says, well, I know that I don't own people and I don't possess them. And yet the animal that lives inside us, you know, is like, yeah, but they were mine and I don't want to share them with anybody. But getting rid of this and disciplining your mind to not go there if you have to put a rubber band on your wrist and pull it, that doesn't help you. That keeps you stuck. That keeps you in a circle which is unhealthy. 
And the more you feed that thought and allow it to be the naughty doggy and slip outside the door, the easier it is to have that thought come back. You create a pathway that becomes a little road and then it becomes a ditch. And you can easily train your mind to allow that indulgence and just go with it. And we always have this feeling like the next person is going to get the better version of them. Like all that I did and all that they learned and developed with me. And, you know, then you think, and then the next person is going to be the recipient of all this good stuff. Well, if you've had a breakup, you, you know, there were problems. There were issues there. And the next person doesn't get this magically new partner. Like, they don't get the better version, like, oh, the, you got the crappy version. They got the amazing version. It doesn't work like that. Most people are not ardently working on themselves. So, you know, what you knew, maybe they'll get the, a worse version. We don't know this. So there's a lot of assumption going on in your part of this idyllic romance that is hot. That may not happen. Either way, you have to train your mind to not slip out of that back door. And every time you catch it, you got to stop yourself and say, this is not good for me. I don't know that that's the case. Thinking about this does not help my forward movement. And I'm fine with what occurred because I'm busy putting my time and energy to anticipate something wonderful coming into my life because that's what I need to be focusing on right now. And that's the trick to it. So I hope this helps you. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you, everyone. Thank you for writing me. And thank you, Ed, for this. This is a beautiful commentary because a lot of us do this. Thank you, those who are listening to uh, the Susan Winters Show on iTunes. Thank you if you've been calling me on Magnify. Thank you if you're one of my ongoing clients that I get to speak to. And thank you, those of you who've chosen to work with me privately through my website. Um, you know that I care about you, and you know that I love watching you grow and develop your partnership skills so that you're savvy and you've got your moxie and you kind of got your mojo down. Thank you, everyone, for taking me into your home and for watching these videos. Bye-bye now. Thank you.